We kick off hour number three of the program. If you missed any portion, hour one, hour two. That's why you need to subscribe to the podcast. Don't cost nothing. Yep. Just look it up. Fox Sports Knoxville. Get those directly to your device. Fan Run Radio app is free as well. We're, we're big on the, the free apps here. Mm. So uh, make sure you know we can take the show wherever you go if you're just a radio listener. Uh, and shouts out to all you listening on the app and uh, podcast listeners as well. Did you watch any midweek baseball yesterday? Nope. Okay. How do we look? <laughs> we look fine. <laughs> Blake Burke hit another bomb. All right. Uh, I I had this like weird fear that he would just like slump this season, like to start because there was so much. Uh, well, he may still slump, but it's not to start because <laughs> there was so much hype about. Well, golly, if he played a full season, you know how that works. Mm-hmm. Remember that Auburn quarterback that was like on the Heisman list because he looked great in like two games. Oh, Johnson. It, it was a very Jeremy Johnson plain uh, name, right? Yeah, right. Jeremy Johnson. Jeremy Johnson. Yeah. I feel like Auburn's been the king of like hyped up freak quarterbacks who everybody's like, this guy's a stud, and no. Uh, Blake Burke currently tied for thirteenth nationally. Wait, this says four. I thought he had five. Now he does. It's probably not updated since it's yesterday not evening. Because it's only got him through eight games. We played Says nine, it was, right? Okay, yeah. Updated through the 27th. It was yeah. updated yesterday. Yeah, we definitely So he's nine. at five now. So that actually has him tied for fifth. The leaders. Oh, this guy's a monster. Is it? Is it Jack Caglianone for Florida? Yeah. Who also pitches? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. What's going on with the two? The switch pitcher. The switch throwing uh, Mississippi State, right? Is that where he's at? Yeah. yeah. Is, does he have Does he have the special glove that I he can switch on the mound? He can switch like during yes. the bat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's, yeah like he can go glove there's, either hand. Go this happened to a guy in the majors years ago who had to have a special glove made with a thumb on each side. Huh. But it had to be like the right size. It couldn't be like oversized. But yeah. so that he could switch hands on the mound. Yeah, I think it better be easy to put on and off now because you got the pitch clock. Pitch clock. So. <laughs> Pitch clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, speaking of pitch cock, South Carolina's <laughs> Gavin Cassis is uh, also tied for fifth with Blake Burke with five home runs. Okay. <laughs> Seth, Seth Howerson with the win last night. <laughs> okay. He must indicate which arm he'll use to pitch. For, for the all at bat, bat, right? bat? Why is that a thing? Why can't you just switch on the, on the fly? He must use the same arm throughout the at bat. But he can switch between outs or on base, whatever. Between batters. Right, between yeah, batters. Which yeah, is crazy. Because, I mean, he's always going to pitch to the same side, I would assume. And like, doesn't he throw, throw just gas with both? Yeah, he throws like 97 left and 94 right. <laughs> That's insane. And yeah. Uh, the Florida player also hit another one last night. Wow. So he's up to seven. I mean, there's, uh, I, there's, uh, there's always been guys that will change their arm angle depending on like what the guys from the other side of the plate. Like especially lefties, like when they throw to lefties, they'll they'll drop down more sometimes or different things like that. But a successful switch throwing pitcher is uh, fascinating to me. You remember it was it, a, was, I mean, it, was it Jack Abbott was that his name who, where he had yeah. the stub on one arm and so he would put the glove on his on his nub 
He would throw the ball and then switch and it over the follow through. He would reach mm-hmm. in and snag the glove so that he could field and throw it to him. with insane. with that glove. And if he fielded the ball, then he was able to stick the glove back on, reach in, and get the ball and throw him out. That's crazy. I believe that's how he did it. I have to look up a video now. It, maybe he set the glove on the ground, picked the ball out of the glove, and threw it first. Yeah, the the Caglianone guy. I don't know if I'm saying that right. He also is their Sunday starter. That is wild. Isn't that, I mean, he's like Shohei Otani. Have you seen him? Well, no. Like he's a right? beast. <laughs> it's like yeah, Skeens. Skeens does it too. <laughs> Just wow. throwing gas and hitting bombs. Do you, did he play last year for Ford? I don't remember him. Caglino? Yeah. Because uh, he's only a sophomore, so maybe he didn't play. He may not have. He's he's a monster. Uh, Jared Dickey last night went uh, two for four, scored two runs mm-hmm. on RBI. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Moore walked twice too. and scored twice. Uh, yeah, why, why do they not put now home runs on the box score? Is that weird to you? Uh, they do. Well, it's in. The, it's not on the score. It's on the scoring summary. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I got you. Um, I was surprised Maui batted sixth, right? Or seven. Uh, yeah, Bert? I don't, well, Dickey is an on-base machine, so it makes sense for him to be leadoff, but I don't know if, yeah, we know this, this will switch and slide as the season goes yeah. on. Burke went three of five, three, or five RBI. Uh, scored a run, did leave two on base. Uh, Griffin Merritt went two for four. That kid's good. And Maui went one for four. See, people think Burke's just a – And a strikeout. Because he's a big guy who only hits bombs, but he's putting the ball in play. Yeah, good mm-hmm. situational hitting last night for Burke. Oh, yeah, you heard that on – Andy Brock say that on the broadcast too, huh? I told Andy Brock to start oh, dropping that okay. in the broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Xander Seacrest uh, started, but Halverson got the win. Halverson looked good. And yeah, then, he uh, did. Connell came in for an inning, and Aaron Combs pitched. He did hit that well one dude in the head. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a scary moment. Uh, you got to back him off the plate a little bit. <laughs> you don't have to hit him in the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did get to see every one of Maui's at bats except for the first one. Hmm. I think that kid's going to be really good. Not that he wasn't already, but yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, I you're mean, not going out on a limb there. I think uh, that's going to take us to the next step as a team this year, having Maui once he gets in the swing of things. It is funny to watch people on Twitter who know about our pitchers. Because mm-hmm. obviously, like, Dolander didn't start here. Halverson didn't start here. But people who know about those guys, then obviously they know about Burns and Beam. Our pitching depth is ludicrous. And we still don't have Sewell back. Yeah, I mean, you it is th- ludicrous. you got to think Halverson will be getting a lot of weekend work, though, once we get in the conference play, right? Uh yeah, I mean he's not gonna be a starter, obviously, barring injury but, or something. But yeah, he'll get good work. bullpen piece. Yeah, we got plenty of that. And the bats are the bats are coming along. Yeah, they're coming around. Once we get everybody maybe, back healthy and into the swing of things, maybe oh, that was we're a bad pun. not lighting the scoreboard up right now because Tony doesn't want to use the run rule, so we get guys extra work. <laughs> it's not a joke. He Man. said like I if if the run rules in play like I I we need our guys to. Especially the younger pitchers you need to make sure that they're getting there. And he's done a really good job so far this year. I know it's all been out of conference, but he had a—I mean, he's had a set pitch count for just about everybody. Yeah. And once you hit it, like no bones about it. No, it's not about the situation or letting you get out of a jam. It is you're you're coming out because we are going to be diligent in protecting these guys, their arms for the duration of the season. And I think that is super smart. Also, I heard him say yesterday after the game. So there was like a big team celebration when it was announced that Maui was cleared 
like jumping around celebrating. He said something about his jaw. He said, I didn't want to get too close to any of the, the celebration because of my jaw. Well, I mean, so he, did, did, he took he the line drive. Well, so. everyone said he took it in the in his eye, which he did. It swollen, but it, does, did he break his jaw? Yeah, I mean, you got to think if a ball hits you here. That's, How can he talk? I feel like if you break your jaw, you can't really talk. I mean, only if it has Maybe to be like wired shut. But <laughs> that's what I was no, it's totally a self-imposed suspension. Definitely didn't need to ice and uh, rest for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. But that does make sense that he would shave the beard to have his jaw examined. Yeah. So. That yeah. makes sense. Do you agree with what I said last night when it's like almost like they're not putting him on camera as much this year? Uh, well, these are these are still the SEC I, Network I know, Plus games. I mean, I, I swear we got more shots of the opposing opposing teams dugout than than ours. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Are you like missing seeing his face or something? No, it's just he's the most entertaining coach in college baseball. You figure they'd want him on TV because I mean, like every game last year, it was like ah, Tony Vitello, Tony Vitello, Tony mm. Vitello. Here he is. And it, I think it'll as you get into more competitive. Well, because you got to think too, like as Andy goes in to call one of these games, I don't think Andy has a, a five-page list of all the little talking points and like. Whereas when the SEC Network guys are coming in, you know, when it's McDonald and KP and Burke, they're going to have all these lists of. <laughs> Oh, well, and Tony Vitello told me, you gotta, and then they'll show Tony. I think you'll just see him more as the season goes on. Because, I mean, there's multiple cameras, which has been really awesome to start the season, but it's still a pretty simple setup as far as the camera work. Don't want to stray too far from, you know, the field of play. And there's no commercials or anything, yeah. so. Yeah, which... What do you want, like a Tony cam? Is that what you want? Yeah. A little Tony cam? Picture-in-picture picture, Tony cam? We could probably work that out. Sure. Or you could go to a game and watch them. No. No. I don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do yeah, that. I don't think Vol Nation wants me to do that either. They're, they've ne- Tony Vitello has never won a game when I've been in attendance. So. Hmm. I'll stay away. Unless they play in Kodak again. Uh, they're this... never playing Kodak again. <laughs> no. I guarantee Well, they yeah. might, but not with wooden bats. No, they're oh, not. Oh, no, yeah, they're not. They're they're not they'll have the new they're stadium. They're going to that thing down. There's no reason for them to go Need back. Need to give it one last run this year. So not to pour salt in an old wound, but uh, Jeremy Banks is at the podium at the Combine. Yeah. And he was asked why he didn't play at South Carolina this past year. Oh, my oh, gosh. What did he say? He said, everybody's competing to get a spot. But there's no reason I should not have been playing in that game. I think the What's first part is the first part about the combine. Everybody's competing for a spot, and then the next part. Yeah, I don't understand out. the first line. And the next part, maybe. I mean, it's a, a video it's a tweet, clip. so it may not be like the there's most clip, perfectly pieced together. There is a clip. Well, it looks like there is. Mm. That one's gonna hurt forever, Chris. You realize that, right? You get mad at me for being at the Purdue game. Like we're a playoff team, I'm and over I don't it. know if you saw the playoffs. <laughs> I'm actually already over it. But I feel like we could have beaten anybody but Georgia, and maybe could have beaten them. I don't know. Ohio State probably depends on the night you catch them. Michigan, I do, I do you're think, beaten. I do think we were out a little outgunned versus Ohio State, but hell, if our offense is hot, you never know. I, think, I feel like Ohio State played the best they could play and still lost to Georgia. Nate, it's about the climb. We didn't even. I mean, as bad as crappy as we looked against Georgia, I don't think we were. Yep, it's just the climb. Far. You didn't even want to win the 
the national championship. <laughs> See, it's your fault. We could have won it. That's I'm, not. True, I'm not going to put too to. much stock in what the guy who said they kill cops where he comes from says. I don't know if he's the most okay honest. Everybody's source. competing for a spot. I, I think he's like maybe that was a question about the combine and it was no, like I, a. Fl- I, I think what he's saying is this might hurt me at the combine, but I don't care. I'm saying it. I should have been playing in that game. Hmm. And if the rest of the defense that did play in that game felt that way, well. That kind of lines there up. There you go. There, here's your sign. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's one you're going to think about 30 years from now. You will. Mm. Unless we win Unless a natty we, soon. If you're a big yeah. fan, I mean, I don't know how you wouldn't. I mean, yeah, it'll if you if you win some more, it'll. If you, I mean, if you win one and if you make the playoff, whatever. If you do a different season, it'll really lower the sting but still I mean that that was a great opportunity I feel like if you're Josh Heupel you're probably in that mindset of like I don't you probably are like I don't really have regrets I just wish it could happen again because if we played that game again surely we'd win it you know yeah probably yeah, and there's just nothing you can do at this point we'll come back more hour three three and out next dream I'm dreaming but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying. Gotta keep my head held high. You know, I didn't like this song at first, Hickman, but you've talked me into it. You didn't it. like this song? What's not to like? Some old Molly's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Mm. It's just, this is just Tennessee athletics. You know? Just, just moving mountains over here. Gradually. <laughs> And then when we get to the top, we tumble and fall right back down. We don't quite. We don't. We hadn't made the top in a while. You know. We're close. Oh. I mean, we did win what's the SEC the, tournament What's the last Greek year. mythology story? Who is that? Oh, the guy that rolls the rock up and down. Yeah. Thanos. Is that it? I don't know. Thanos, really? <laughs> Nate, is that it? Uh, oh, oh gosh, the guy. I know who you're talking about now. All right, let's see if you come up with it, because I have it. Give me a hint. Starts with an S. Uh, no chance. Yeah, Sounds no. like an STD. <laughs> Syphilises. <laughs> that was actually closer than I thought guess, you'd get. But Sisyphus. Yeah, just pushes that thing up. And every time he almost gets it to the top... I mean, that's kind of life, right? I mean, even when you push that, even if you get it up to the plateau of like, hey, won the SEC tournament, you know, push mm. it up higher. And then even if you win a natty, it's like, then you just keep pushing up the next deal, right? Win the next one. Well, that's the problem. There is no mountaintop. You're just, it's, it always gets a little taller. Yeah, always. Well, even with your expectations success. Expectations go up, you know. But, uh. Hey, at least Jeremy Pruitt got a show cause. Yeah, let's talk about that. I don't know. 
he got a show cause. I was a little disappointed when I opened the NCAA link and it just said what it says. Like, oh wait, this tells us nothing. The coaches we no longer have anymore are not allowed to coach in college. Okay, great. For X amount of years. What it was the deal about how they said by separating it, this makes it easier to just kind of go ahead and do like. Did you see that? It was like some st- the NCAA statement. It's like by separating the punishments, basically by not coming out with Tennessee's and the coaches, former coaches, and all that punishment all at the same time, and mm. allowed them to. I don't know if I don't know what the positive was of that. Get it done quicker, or it seemed kind of dumb. And then people are saying the NCAA wants us to punish ourselves more before they. Yeah, that's what I want to get in an industry where the uh, where the other people do everything for me, and I just am able to still be in charge and collect the checks. Like that's so well, dumb. I, I guess my like, thing they don't is, do anything. They're like it's like the taxes joke. Yeah, you tell you know it's like what do I owe? Oh, you don't know? Oh no, we know exactly how much you owe. Yeah, but if you get it wrong, you not, go to jail. Yeah, we're, we're not, not going to tell, tell you, you what you owe. It's like just tell us what you want us to punish. You know, just tell us the punishment, and we'll do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the the thought process here is that so we've already done the scholarship reductions. They want more of those. They want a loss of bowl revenue and conference revenue split, which is we paid a grand total of sixty thousand dollars to like twenty different players. That's nothing. And they want us to lose millions of our bowl revenue split. Right. And be on probation for four years. Mm-hmm. And more scholarship reductions. I mean, we said it at the time, and I I know why you wouldn't do it to Heupel in his first year. We should have absolutely bowl banned ourselves for Purdue. But the problem is you don't know if that's good enough. It's that whole not knowing But the at scale. least you'd have it on your on the back. Like, hey, we did, we did a bowl ban. We did mm-hmm. that. And they can't be like, well. Because now they can say, well, you didn't. You didn't do enough at all because you only did the scholarship reductions, and you know you. I don't know. I guess I thought it might help us that we were good last year. Like they'd say, "Oh, this is an up and coming program. We don't want to hammer them too hard." But I guess maybe not. Kind of bummer. Yeah. So with the wait continues. Okay. I'm sure you saw the uh, total billable hours that Tennessee attorneys have racked up. Yeah, what's the number now? 50,000? 50,000 hours? Yeah. Whoa. I think that's right. It's like 49-something. 49,000 hours? I think so. That can't be right. (sighs) Is that right? That'd be over $10 million. Yeah. How much was it to just fire Jeremy Pruitt without cause? Nineteen? Like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go over that number, aren't we? Okay, it's forty nine hundred. <laughs> okay, I was wondering. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, okay. Forty nine hundred. Chris, there's only eight thousand seven hundred and sixty hours in a year. But I mean, you could have yeah, so many people. But it's been on two it. years. If you got a team of twenty attorneys. All right, for, all right. So forty nine hundred. I'm gonna up my lawyer rate here. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that could easily be like two million bucks. Okay, so hope, hopefully we're not close to the nineteen we could have paid Jeremy Pruitt just to go away. What did you What did you get for What did you do for hourly rate? Like low fours, four fifty something. Like okay, that. I don't know. It's it's probably less for some, more for others. Right, right. No, I think that's fine. I think I put in four fifty, but it came in a little high, so just round. It was like two point two nine million. Mm. Hmm. 
So we don't. Do we know Ta- the, your hard-earned tax dollars at work? Right. Actually, I, I don't. Does the Does the athletic department pay the attorneys' fees? I mean, they do, right? Like this yeah. is. Well, that really isn't tax dollars. Really, that's your season tickets and your. You know, when you buy that beer in the stadium, paying for that. Yeah, but the university doesn't pay taxes. Tax exempt. Good point. I've I've had to use that card before. <laughs> yeah. It's like the worst thing when buying stuff for business, having to work through all that. So do we know how long the individual show costs are? I saw between three and five years. I don't think it said anything. I opened up that link, and it said nothing except what was had already been talked about on Twitter. It was kind of frustrating. I mean, this just yeah. doesn't, I don't know. CBS is just saying multi-year show cost penalties. Which would explain why Jeremy Pruitt was not hired at Alabama, and Alabama wanted to know why, and then yeah. a couple weeks later, well, now we know. Because yeah, no. he's unhirable. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy's player personnel director for the Jacksonville Jaguars, two others are high school coaches, and one works in sales. <laughs> Good one of those high school coaches would be the Moose. Good recruiter. Mm-hmm. Is loose. I hope Jeremy Pruitt makes his way back to college football. The sport's just better when he's in it. Is it, though? Is it? Mm. <laughs> what, 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 what? Why would you say I that? I mean, not at Tennessee, obviously, but elsewhere. Do you really care to see Jeremy Pruitt again? Okay, you can't tell me it's not fun checking in on Arkansas State every sun, every Saturday after they get their brains beat in. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't say it's like more fun. That I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to enjoy it. But that's the thing. See, Butch is so bad that he can only get Arkansas State. Like, Jeremy Pruitt's going to go be a defensive coordinator eventually, I would imagine. And he's going to probably be pretty damn good at it because he's going to get a top 10 D.C. job. And one day we'll bring him back here. He can right the wrongs he laid upon us. And Wait, what? All is forgiven. If we ever need a DC, we can go get Pruitt in five, ten years. I, I'm going to go ahead. And, I'm going to talk about going on a limb. Jeremy Pruitt will never work for the University of Tennessee again. Just a hunch. And I mean, by hunch, I mean stone cold lock of the century. Yeah, you're right. But it's fun to speculate. You know, just to just to think about it for a second. No, I don't. I, that would not be fun. You wouldn't want he him was a Bama a... plant. He came in here to destroy the program. He did it. Yep. He's done. <laughs> he, done he, de- he destroyed the program with $60,000. He wasn't even giving out real money. Technically, we... Cam Newton made 180000 Only him. I mean, he committed the crime, but, you know, we didn't want to pay him a buyout, so we're the ones who... I mean, it's, I don't know. The university wanted to take the easy way out. So would he you, broke his contract. That's the whole point. That's this the only is the hard way out. Actually, we got to do all this work to make sure we don't have to pay him. The easy way has just been to cut the check. What so, are, you, are you saying? You feel bad for Jeremy Pruitt because he cheated, got caught, was a terrible head coach, and we didn't want to pay him? Maybe I am saying that, Chris. Okay, well, I'm kidding. But oh, seriously though, Tim Banks, Jeremy Pruitt, you can have one one or the other for DC next year. Who are you taking? Tim Banks. <laughs> I don't want Pruitt. I'd rather my dog be the defense coordinator than Jeremy Pruitt. Me too, actually. Yeah. All right. I don't. Let's send it a break. Yep. <laughs> I think I'd take Pruitt. <laughs> 
Hour three rolls on. Sounds baseball play today. Four. Four. Okay. Huh? <laughs> like you were going to watch anyway. Dude, I literally watched most of the game yesterday. It took three hours yesterday. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I, I saw a stat that so far. Games <laughs> are longer. No, no, no. Uh, Tennessee games are averaging right at three hours okay. on, no, S- on no, SEC they, Network Plus. I think so. But games on ESPN are averaging like three hours and 23 minutes. It's almost like the games would be shorter if the networks would limit commercials. Mm, imagine so that. we're shortening the game... To make room for commercials. This is my biggest problem. Same thing in college football. We're shortening the game so that they can fit their commercials. No. That's not why we're watching. We know you sell the ad space, and sometimes the ad space pays off because we go and buy the product. But don't take away what we're... like. Does that In what world? We want less football, less baseball, less basketball, more commercials. Mm. No. Stupid. Just be more clever with your ad process. Or, I don't know, raise the price and limit the amount of access for people to come in and buy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing, though. They're never going to turn down money. So we, the fans, suffer. Yeah, that's... I, I've always... I've always wonder you remember when football did the running clock after kickoffs and it's like how yeah. about the four and a half minute commercial break that then after the extra point you have another three and a half minute commercial break mm-hmm. like that's what makes the game long there was that stat you, you ever watch the condensed game on the nfl app where it's just play 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 and, oh yeah and if they cut out the referees when they call penalties because that's what slows it down i mean the, the game would last 19 minutes mm-hmm. 18 minutes it, it, I think like it, 18 minutes of football. 18 minutes of football in a three-hour broadcast. Yep. Of actual, like, yeah. between and snap I mean, I, and whistle. I, yeah, and I mean, I, I enjoy the them, you know, lining up or huddling. Or sure, That's sure, fine, yeah. But, like, it's the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. And we said, Sandy. I said this on Monday. They're not as... Like, if you know you have to come back from a commercial and get back to the game, there's a lot of lag time. Where you could have already started the game 10 seconds ago, and instead the guys are having to fill some time with, oh, yeah, during the timeout. It's like, well, why don't you make, like, the red hat stands on the field too long, or he Mm -hmm. walks off the field and we're not ready for play for whatever because the refs aren't on time. Like, it's just stupid stuff like that. They go to, 
they go to a commercial break every time there's a timeout, every time there's an injury. I mean, are these all perfectly planned and scheduled, or are you giving people bonuses when you have to take an unexpected commercial? Well, I have noticed games where there's a bunch of injuries and stuff early in the game, then late in the game they just blow through breaks without commercials because they've yeah. like used them all up. So it's, I mean, it's a delicate balance, but somebody's if. I mean, money just drives all. It's just the way it's always going to be. I mean, I'm, I'm actually surprised it isn't even worse. But, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, you ever, you've been to a high school game in any sport lately where there's no replays, there's no mm. TV timeouts? It's just like, man, this thing's happening fast, and i got, I got to watch every play because I'm not going to get to see the replay. Right. I mean, I've gotten to where I watch the game now, like, watch a little bit of play, check my phone, watch the play, check my phone. Even basketball sometimes mm-hmm. because I know that, oh, Kamal had the awesome dunk off the inbounds. I kind of missed it. But here's the replay. I can watch it. Or, hell, you can rewind it now anyway. Yep, yep. The guy went down, and I was watching that, but I was like, I'm going to rewind this to see, you know, even though they showed replays, I wanted to, like, see it again. It's just, just I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't think speeding up the play is really the answer. I mean, baseball might be the one exception. Sometimes the actual play just is so slow. But really, that should have always just been on the umpires to keep the game moving. I agree. I And I guess they can adjust. Like, the pitch clock does seem rather fast. Mm-hmm. Just because it's such an abrupt change. I do, I do think there's part of that that makes a lot of sense. But maybe the clock's a little too short. I mean, yeah, maybe, I, mean, and, I mean, if they added three or four seconds to it, like, would that really... I mean, there's still going to be some pitchers that are still going the same speed anyway. Yeah, that's true. So maybe maybe they can look at it and make adjustments as needed, but... Yeah, C-Pain writes in, you got you do have to love how the NCAA said, we're doing this for player safety. <laughs> oh, that's... Well, I mean, hell, post-COVID, do whatever you do, just say it's about safety. Yeah. And... Safety is my one of my least favorite words now. I actually even get mad when people are like, um, when they say stay safe or be safe, it almost annoys me. Mm. Now, if I'm like getting on a plane and they're like safe travels or if they know I have mm. a long drive, I'm like, hey, travel safe. Yeah. Like, that doesn't bother me because that, I mean, it's well documented. Like driving in a car is one of the most dangerous things we do. Mm-hmm. Flying in a plane, even though it's not that dangerous, still feels yeah. Like it could be dangerous because it's kind of an all or nothing deal, you know. I yeah, I'd say so. See what I'm saying, but like the whole like, stay safe out there during your regular life. I'm like, I don't want to live my life thinking about being safe all the time. I understand if you're in a factory where people's arms and legs get chopped off when they get hung up in machines and stuff, that it's very important to be like, hey, it's been 483 days since our last accident. We got to be safe while we're working. That's one thing, but like just walking around looking around I don't want to be thinking about how safe I am that is a loser's way to live wow and what, about I ain't doing the, it. what about when the weather people say stay safe out there if it's going to be really bad I'm okay well, don't with go it. out like if you're if it's really bad yeah if it's really going to be bad I I'm okay rain. with that yeah if there's tornadoes rolling through and they're Nate like stay Hodges. safe I get it it's fine <laughs> hater of safety just a general like you know you end up like the little Giants kid, you know, like, can't get moving this thing. Or uh, <laughs> Darth Hellman and uh, Spaceballs, you know, I can't breathe in this thing. 
He hadn't seen that, probably. He hadn't seen no. Spaceballs. I've seen yet. most of that movie most in clips, but in, I, I need in, to sit down and watch the Just sit down and thing. watch. It's better when it builds. Combing you know? the desert, sir. One of the best, yeah. It's the best. Safety first. Safety third. I cannot believe. What's wrong? You don't like safety. Oh, sorry. You're just going to have to deal with it. You're never safety patrol. <laughs> I was never on safety patrol ever. Y'all had those at your schools too. Yeah. It's just weird. They're called the same. Actually, thing. they canceled it. My f- the year it was supposed to be my like my fifth grade year. They canceled it. I never got to do it. Why'd they cancel it? You had to be I don't a know student, money right? or something. Yeah. Like yeah. you got to go to Washington D.C. at the end of the year, and we didn't get to do that. How come? That's. Really I don't know. See, some of those kids would start to get the big ego on them and start to power trip a little too much. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it was really a disaster waiting to happen if you think about it. Hmm. Okay. I was on the book team instead. What was the book team? We, uh, <laughs> at the beginning and end of every school year, uh, one of the football coaches who was over passing out all the textbooks and getting them back in at the end of the year. He's like, hey, boys, y'all want to help me do this every year? I was like, yeah, sure. You got out of class for like three days straight. Nice. I remember watching that Valpo over Ole Miss shot in uh, teacher's class, had plan period, snuck away from the class I was in. That was a great plan. He was on on plan, and I could hear the game on the TV, you know, just popped in. He's like, what's going on? It's like, oh, this – team I've never heard of has the basketball. I don't know. And then about that time, whew, there's the pass. Bryce Drew for the win. Yeah. It's a great that was a great play. Yeah. Pacer they called that play. They'd stolen it from Indiana NBA. Wait, isn't that what Villanova ran to beat North Carolina? Similar? No, that was like trailing. He was trailing the play and he yeah. turned and flipped it to him. Did they call that Pacer too? Thought so. Maybe I got it. Maybe it's up. evolved or something. Because they were showing how many teams have run that play to win a game in the last like whatever. It's a it's a very popular late game full court play where the the trailer comes up and comes off like the dribble handoff. Just pop it to him. Yeah, but the Valpo one you threw to a target guy who caught and then kicked like automatically, almost like a hook and ladder. Yeah. Oof. The other one he's dribbling up. I'd have to go back and find the tweet. Maybe it was a different name, but I thought it said Pacer. March is here, though, and this is just getting me fired up for it. Pacer makes more sense on the Villanova one for the way you think about it, like kind of pacing you ahead. Back pitch it. I don't know. Stay safe out there. Yep. Final segment of the program. Uh, some big yikes news coming out of the NFL Combine. Uh, remember that accident a few was it, like a month ago? It, the staffer and the Georgia player passed away. Yeah. 
And Jalen Carter said he was meeting them at Waffle House. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, he has changed his story and now says he witnessed the accident and there is speculation that they may have been drag racing during the time of the accident. He left the scene and then came back an hour and a half later and lied to police about where he was at the time. This is Jalen Carter, projected number one defensive player off the board. Number one picks. Some, yeah, some people. yeah. That might be some of those character issues Todd McShay was mentioning. Yeah, when this, he was getting drugged for the past couple of months. Yeah, this this is it. Todd McShay, because the NFL, for people who don't know, the NFL they find everything. They they literally hire former CIA mm. people to do the digging and investigation. I mean, it's like private eyes to the max. Like they're gonna they're if you got dirt, they're gonna find it. So the day before he does his drill work at the NFL Combine, uh, the stories are popping out all over the place that he may have been not like, you know, it wasn't like he killed them, but he may have been racing them and then left the scene, and yeah. That's a really... I don't want to compare things. That's a that's a really scuzzy move. Yeah. To not say to not at least be able to admit you were doing something you shouldn't have, well, which isn't I, the worst thing in the world. It's not good, and I I do understand like in the moment being very scared and like what do I do? What do I do? But I feel like very quickly it should be. I'm gonna go. Ch- I tell help the truth. Them. Yeah. Call, yeah. Like did did he not? So did he? Did he just speed? Like who called nine one one in this incident? I don't know. But the speedometer for the car that crashed was stuck on eighty three. Was some like well, did someone in, in somebody's in front of somebody's house? So did that somebody, person? Like I would love to know who the first nine one one call was. Mm-hmm. Now that we know that he was there, because if he saw the accident, it should have been him, and he should have been there trying to like help. Yeah, right? yeah. Like you just that's, gotta, your, that's your teammate, right? Yeah, I mean people are dying or uh, or already dead or might. Be, I mean. As soon as the accident happens, somebody might be dying, and you getting to them might be the difference between life and death. And you prioritized your perception for the NFL. I mean, I don't think the NFL really would have cared that much if he just pulled over to the side, called 911, ran down there, tried to help, and has to sit up there and answer questions on, yeah, I made a bad decision. We were drag racing. Something terrible happened. Right. I mean, like you said, it's not like he killed them. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's as bad as Brandon Miller with the gun thing necessarily, but like I said, I, I don't want to, we're out of time. Thank God. I'm sure more will come on that today. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait for more info and then break it down later. Have a great day. Watch some baseball. Talk about it tomorrow. Ain't nothing. FanDuel 